This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome, everyone, to Magic Drive Time on this Thursday evening. Dante Marcatelli and Jake Chapman got you covered. The Magic are back in action tonight. They close out. Their four-game, eight-night road trip out of the West Coast. They do so tonight with the Utah Jazz. We'll have it for you at 8.30, about two and a half hours away from our pregame show. Jake Chapman will have you covered, and then he'll call the game on the Magic Audio Network and right here on 96.9 The Game. And we'll have it for you at 8.30 on Valley Sports Florida. Myself, Quentin Richardson, uh, we'll have the broadcast here for you uh, tonight. And then the Magic, hopefully, at 2-2 two and two on the season, can go 2-2 two and two on this West Coast trip. Would be a great success. Come back three and two uh, with the Lakers waiting here on Saturday. So that's what's ahead for for this Orlando Magic team and uh, the return of Joe Ingles. Jake, we haven't spent a ton of time on uh, old Jolton Joe here, and uh, I, I know we'll. I look forward to doing that here on this program. But uh, he went back last year. He played uh, as a member of the Milwaukee Bucks, so he's kind of had that first return over with. I think what six point six rebounds in a blowout win for the Milwaukee Bucks last year. So. That kind of has come and gone. But still, he's a big deal there. You know, you think about Joe Ingles, and he spent eight years there. He's the all-time leader in threes made. He's uh, he's fifth in assists. He's ninth in steals. You know, so he's top ten in some categories. And then you look, and he's 11th among active players in three-point percentage, and he's 25th all-time in three-point percentage with that 40.8%. We haven't seen one go down yet, but we know it's coming. Uh, it's been kind of kind of slow, uh, you know, kind of slow sledding here at first for Joe, but he'll find his way. But you know that's got to be fun. He was a big deal in Utah. And you know that's got to be fun for him going back tonight. I was looking. Um, he has, I think he's averaged fifty percent or better from three against two teams, and it's Orlando and Milwaukee. So basically, when he was in wow. Utah, Isn't right, that's funny. He was he was plotting his escape, I guess, and that always seems to be how it works out. If I go find the guy who torches you and, and, and yes. throw some money at him, get him on your side. Um, look, it's been we talked a lot in the preseason about the impact he was making off the floor, and I think you're seeing that still. Um, you know, you lose two games in Los Angeles, you you don't lose the uh, the chemistry and the togetherness that we've seen uh, through a couple weeks now, and so I think it's I think it's crucial to have a Joe Ingles the end of a long road trip. I think it's crucial to have a Joe Ingles yeah, at the end true. of a brutal, almost heartbreaking loss uh, like the Lakers game was on Monday night. And, and and I think there's a lot of impact that he's having that doesn't necessarily show up in knocking down shots. With that said, we need him to knock down shots. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, that's all well and good, but but there is another component to this. Because yes. nobody else is knocking down shots. Right, right. I mean, he's, he's, he's going to be a very key component, as you said, to, to the perimeter shooting, and that's what he was brought here to do. Um, and I think, you know, Maybe the old familiar sight lines and coming in the yep. building, seeing your old yep. usher buddies and security. Um, that might be the elixir for it. Because you know he's going to have a game where he just pops and knocks down four or five triples, and hopefully it's tonight. Yeah, hopefully it is, because they need that. I mean, the, the team as a whole, we ran down all the offensive numbers. I mean, they're they're struggling. And we knew that we would have to take somebody making a big jump, ideally multiple players making a big jump, 
Otherwise, you didn't change your roster. There's right. there's not much turnover, and, and we know historically what these guys have done, and it ha- they have not shot the ball well uh, for the last three or four years. So that can still change, obviously. They're getting good looks. Uh, just have to find a way to knock them down. But these games are tough tonight, Jake. You, you know, we, we've been doing this long enough to know right when the schedule comes out almost, you look at it and you say, okay, that one in Utah is going to be tough. That first game back against the Lakers on Saturday is going to be tough because you're kind of running in mud. Uh, after just getting home from being gone for eight days. That last game when you go on your next West Coast trip in March or whatever, that's going to be a tough one. You, you yep. kind of look at, I don't make the excuse schedule losses, but you know if there was going to be one, tonight would be a schedule loss. But this is where you test your mettle. This is where you find out the character of a team. You have to dig deep. You can't accept all of those factors and assume you're going to lose tonight. This, to me, would show a lot about the team, number one, and two, I, I kind of think it's a game you got to get going into Utah tonight. I think I'm with you. I mean, they yes, they put 133 points on the Grizzlies last night, but the Grizzlies are really bad right now. They're 0-5, and it's just they, Grizzlies drive. Grizzlies drive time is a is a tough one today. Grizzlies drive time is some very tough. Listen, they are. Just, <laughs> they um they, they've got podcast shows going the rest of the week. I think <laughs> yeah, in Memphis. Um, look, it's it, I'm with you because. They're playing second half of a back to back. It's early in the season. They're not. They're not the most talented team. The schedule loss is fine if it's the Lakers at the end of the trip or whatever. Like I don't. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. Not all schedule losses, quote unquote, are created equally, in my opinion. So this is a team. I think that when you set out, regardless if it was the end of a trip, uh, at home or away, you look and you say we should be as good as or better than the Utah Jazz this season. Like our expectations are Correct. about as high or sure. more so than theirs are. Um, and so, yeah, like I, it's still early in the year, man. And we should be pretty well rested. Like I, I hope, I hope we got some sleep last night in Salt Lake city. Cause there, there's right. nothing else to do. Um, so I do, I expect us to play very well tonight. Does that mean we'll win? Not necessarily, but I'm not, if we're down 42, 19 at the end of the first quarter, like Memphis was last night, I'm going to be very, very concerned. You're and the other part of it is too. Yes. And you, you hopefully it doesn't get to that point because you got to make more shots than that. But you're nine and twenty-five all time. You know, it's not like you. Now Utah's had some good teams. They've had a lot of playoff teams, and that's been a part of it. But so have you. I mean, the Magic have had a lot of good teams, and that has just for all we've always played well there, and we've been in games. Case in point, last night, uh, you win the basketball game if you secure an offensive rebound. You did, that's all you had to do. And Walker Kessler goes right over the top of Mo Bamba, and then there's the ball game. Um, but if you can, if if you can, you've been that close. You've been, you've had heartbreaking losses in Utah. It is not an easy place to play. They play great in that building. We saw it last night, as you mentioned, when they blew out the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, you've only won nine times there in 34 appearances. That being said, to your point also, this is the worst defensive team in the NBA. The numbers are going to look better last night because uh, they didn't give up as many points to Memphis, but even though you blew them out, you gave up almost 110, right? So they this, this might be a perfect storm of your struggling offense against a team that struggles mightily to stop anybody. This might be the magic elixir. Uh, qu- pardon my pun. <laughs> I like it. Your lips to God's ears. And, and, <laughs> and you do not ever have to apologize or pardon any puns on this show. That <laughs> That's right. That's right. We talked, Dante, about, about teams adding new guys in, and, and Utah's got a little bit of that, right? They're working in John Collins from Atlanta. Um They've got they've got young players. Keontae George is is going to have the ball in his hands a lot. I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities. And Abaji 
as well. I mean, it's just a team that doesn't have a lot of experience and they don't have an identity yet. Um, marketing had a great year last year. Would you expect them to start the all-star game again this season? I, I certainly don't. No. Um, and, and so, yeah, like it's, it should be an opportunity for us to kind of break the seal. And that is, we, we just got to get one of those games where the ball goes through the hoop a whole bunch of times. And I think what, and I think that'll sort of like bring us back to, oh yes, we are all professional basketball players. I really thought, uh, late in the Los Angeles game and then into the Clippers game, we it was mental. I mean, it just started sort of spiraling, right. and you're just expecting the shots not to drop. That's Coach right. Coach always talks about that next play mentality, and you know it can be hard with young teams. It can certainly be hard with young teams out on the road. You feel like you're getting a bad whistle. You're going up against you know future Hall of Famers. Um, none of that's happening tonight. There are. I'm not sure there are. That's any right. Future Hall of that's a good point. Yeah, that's right. Well, let me ask you this because my thought was, and I. And then I said, well, maybe I didn't really see that in the Laker game, but I felt like I did in the Clippers game. I, I just felt like there was a mentality, and it'll shift. It'll shift as you get more confidence and as you grow. I feel like there was a mentality like we're not supposed to win this game. We're in L.A. playing the Lakers, playing the Clippers, and they just, quite honestly, kind of waited to lose. Right. I, as, as awful as that set sounds, you were winning the whole game against the Lakers, and then when things got tight, they picked up their defense a little bit for the final two minutes. That's all they had to do. And then it felt like, okay, well, you know, here it comes. The, the Lakers are going to beat us. What they did to the Clippers last night, that 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 near win against the Lakers is looking pretty good. I mean, I mean that, that the Laker team, I think, is better than we let them show uh, because of how well we play defensively. But it, that, that mentality needs to shift, right? Eventually it'll be no matter who we play, we can win on any given night. Not saying they don't feel that way. But I'm saying that that confidence will exude uh, the the you know the more experience they get. I'm, I I agree, and it's it's interesting. We always talk about whether or not your defense can impact your offense, um, or like or your offense impact your defense. Right. Why not vice versa? Why can't we be the yeah. greatest defensive team, and then all of a sudden we're just like you know what we're just getting so many great looks because we're because we're holding teams <laughs> under 100 points. Yeah, and right. Not running. Um, it, it 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 is going to happen. I do think. Now, the more practical application of that is we can let our defense help our offense a little bit. We can get out in early offense and get some transition buckets. We can spray out and get threes before defenses get set. Um, we can put our head down and get to the free throw line. Like All of those kind of easy tricks are things we need to do, but I'm tired of saying it. I wish we just had a game where we went 15 for 20 from yeah. three-point range and right. drilled a team. Uh, right. I'm not sure our team is built that way, but... If we keep defending the way we're defending, we're gonna we're gonna put ourselves in the in the position to have a night like that for sure. Well, and this could be the night. You know, this this again, and and they've jumped up now to twenty seventh in defensive rating and twenty fifth in points per game allowed. So there there could be that there could be that opportunity if you look at uh, opponent field goal percentage. Uh, the Utah Jazz are twenty fifth. So so you know teams are shooting forty eight point four percent. We'd kill to have forty eight percent at the end of the game. So maybe this is. Maybe this is the night that it all comes together, the perfect storm, and kind of jumpstart that offense because that is certainly what we need. The new Magic City Edition jerseys are available now. This new jersey maintains the Gothic-style script and armor-like background and also celebrates the team's 35th anniversary. Stop by the Magic Team Shop at Amway Center Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to get your City Edition jersey now. You did a good job writing that, Jake. You really got into kind of the style and the fabric uh, of that design, I'm impressed. That's I'm a good. Really, that's, that's well written. I love font and word marks, man. <laughs> let me just, let me get going on font. More magic drive time as they get ready to play the Utah Jazz when we return after this. 
Hey Orlando, see the Magic take on the Los Angeles Lakers on Saturday, November 4th at Amway Center. Cheer for Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, and your Orlando Magic as they go up against LeBron James and the rest of the Lakers during their only visit to Orlando this season. We need you loud and proud, Magic fans. Let's show the purple and gold how we roll. Don't miss out on this big night in the O. Get your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com and be ready to witness Magic together. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Orlando Magic. After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Sunnyside Plumbing. Yes, I've got a leaking... To leave us a testimonial saying how happy you are with our service, press 1. But you haven't even... For all other inquiries, please hang up. Wait, what? Hang up and call Frank Gay. We're busy watching the game. You know what? I think I will. When you have a leak, you need solutions on your schedule. A helpful expert who can find the problem and fix it fast. That's the Frank Gay way. FrankGayServices.com Hey, Dante, what's your favorite thing about a Magic win? No-brainer, Jake. 50% off at PapaJohns.com the day after every Magic win. Magic win and fans win with Papa John's because they get 50% off their entire online order. And it's so simple. Just enter the promo code MAGICWIN when you order online at PapaJohns.com. And now you won't miss a shot because you can track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's Pizza, official pizza of your Orlando Magic. Valid online only, not valid with any other discounts. Delivery fee and taxes extra and not subject to discount offer. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. At Star Credit Union, you inspire us to go the extra mile to meet your financial needs. That's why we offer Magic fans more banking options like better rates and no hidden fees. Our team is also dedicated to making the communities we serve stronger, volunteering our time and talents while donating millions to local nonprofits. Star Credit Union, official credit union of the Orlando Magic. Visit ViStarCU.org and go Magic. Today, we have two very special guests on our program. Introducing Lemon hey. and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Ooh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop-hip. Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. 
This is Joe Ingalls of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli and Jake Chapman here for this one as the Magic get set to visit the Utah Jazz, close out their West Coast trip, 8.30 pregame, right here on 96.9 The Game and across the network. Jake Chapman will have that for you, and then the call Magic and Jazz, and then myself and Quentin Richardson will have you at 8.30 on Bally Sports Florida. Then Kendra Douglas, Jeff Turner, David Steele uh, will have the call from Salt Lake City. It would feel great uh, to end with a W here tonight. My call of the game is this call of the game is brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. And my call of the game, Jake, is that we finally figure out a way to contain Lowry Markkinen. It has not happened for this Orlando Magic team in several years. It didn't happen last year. He averaged 29.5 points per game in two games, both wins, by the way, uh, for the Utah Jazz. I think it was some, somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty, yeah, 29.5 and 8.5 rebounds. He got 31 on us and then 28. And the reason I say that is because of uh, a Mr. Jonathan Isaac. He's going to be back tonight, Jake. He'll be back, and I just feel like he took the game, you know, he, they gave him a rest day because the back-to-back is tough. I just think even if he could do it, I think you make the decision, let's just play this one as safe as humanly possible. I don't think anybody box at that. But I think he's chomping at the bit ready to go because he's not. He's now not played in three games. He's going to be fully rested. Um, I think we're going to see a, a pretty excited – well, actually, he played in the, in the Los Angeles Laker game, but uh, he gets the day off against the Clippers. So he's had a couple of days off. I, I just I, – I feel like – this is why you have a guy like that, because they have a, a dominant scorer in Lowry Markin, and I feel like Jonathan Isaac is the perfect remedy for that. Yeah, and he hasn't played much in about a week now, right? If you think about how we right, had the weekend right. off, um, you go back to the Portland game, didn't close that one out, and then played a normal normal dose against the um, the Lakers. Yeah, I, I, I think keeping him fresh is going to be a big key, um, especially when you consider what we're seeing right now offensively like we need Paolo to focus on offense we need Rods to focus on offense yes. we we need the defensive specialists to just sort of allow the offensive guys to do their thing um and so obviously J.I. is a big part of that I'm interested to see if we see J.I. playing with a maybe a bigger lineup or with the starters um do the rotations start to get mixed up a little bit based on matchups night to night it should get a little bit more comfortable and into the season and then also, you know, we shouldn't be tired. We shouldn't be exhausted. But it is elevation. It is the end of sure. a road trip. Do you have to open the bench up a little bit more? Like with J.I. out the other night, we went to a nine-man rotation. Um, will there be opportunities for, you know, Goga or Anthony Black at, at, at some point or even Chuma? Um, so it, it, it's going to be really interesting as the season goes on. You have all these options. Um, I don't expect Coach Mosley to open up and play 12 guys. But I do think you're going to see a little bit more tinkering with the rotations and and just getting different combos on the floor. Yeah, well, you have the perfect opportunity to do that. That's why you have such a deep team. You can go 15 deep, and uh, for a game like this, if somebody's tired or doesn't have it, quick hook. you got to get a guy in there that's Absolutely. ready to go. You are uh, you are the number one proponent of the quick hook. Quick, I am. Number you love one. the quick hook. I love to do That's what I grew up doing. I just remember watching and watch those old Celtics games, but it could be anybody. If a guy didn't have it, you sat. You yeah. sat. If you didn't have it that night, or if you were tired, whatever the reason is, you didn't wait for them to find it. If you have guys that can fill the gap, if 
some nights it's like like Glenn Davis used to say, "We all we got." <laughs> so you got to give them you got to give them enough time to find it. And hopefully they do. But if you got somebody waiting in the wings, uh, especially in a situation like this, I think you got to go to it. I like the quick hook in all walks of life. Anyway, you either you either have it or you don't. Off you go. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, let's get you our matchup, uh, our magic matchup here tonight. The starters on a back to back again. The Utah Jazz played last night. They beat the. The lowly Memphis Grizzlies. It's been a while since we've been able to say that, but they're going to look like this. Jordan Clarkson, Talon Horton-Tucker, John Collins, Lowry Markinen, and Walker Kessler. Talon or Talon? Talon Horton-Tucker? Talon, Talon Horton-Tucker. I always get that wrong. Talon. Because I want to say Talons, like a, like a Falcon's Talons. But it's... Anytime you get the hyphen... Uh, hyphenated last name in there. Now all of a sudden your your sequencing is off. You're looking forward. Where do I punch? Horton Tucker. That's right. Do I punch Talon or Taylin? Where do I go here? Talon Horton Tucker. So THT as he's affectionately known. So that's your starting five for the Utah Jazz. And for the Magic, it'll be the same we've seen. Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner, Paolo Bancaro, and Wendell Carter Jr. And hopefully, you know, we you know, I I don't I don't want to glance at it too too quickly, but Walker, this is a this is a game where Wendell needs to keep Walker Kessler off the glass the best yes. that he can. He had a monster game uh, in Utah last year when we faced him. And John Collins is a guy that's hurt the Magic, Jake, uh, over his time with the Atlanta Hawks. And listen, he he says when it's all said and done, he he wants to be considered a Hall of Famer. I mean, this guy put in a ton of work here this summer. Um, you know, crawl before you walk. But <laughs> yeah, the way. He's expecting this to be a big situation for him, and he's a guy that's hurt the Magic in the past, so we have to certainly be mindful of him. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan. Okay, well, fair enough. I am a big fan of John Collins. I, I just think he – I don't think he realizes how good he could be. I, he's never been very aggressive against the Magic, and, it, and you kind of, at the end of the day, you're like, oh, man, he had 18 and 12. You know, you just kind of – it, it kind of hasn't really – his scoring hasn't meant much to the outcome of the game in years right. past against the Magic, but I, I've, I've always liked how hard he plays. See, I've always thought that he thinks he, he almost the reverse. He just thinks he's better than he actually is. Like well, I, there could be some of that too. It always feels like he's he's just waiting for somebody to hand him the keys to a franchise, and it's like no, on <laughs> yeah, your best true. nights you get eighteen to twelve, which is great. People need those guys. Um, he is he he could be a really interesting addition next to Markinen. Um, but it's it's to do the the dirty work, you know, like the idea of a front line with Markinen being your feature scorer and then Kessler protecting the rim and Collins rebounding and also helping with with like weak side blocks and stuff like that because he's a great athlete. Um, that's it's not a bad vision, but I also have a feeling he he came there to make sure Laurie Markinen is not an all star this year because he is yeah right with like, you know it feels like in those like, shots yeah right I know he's gonna grab he's gonna do a little hard and. Uh, I guess, uh, uh, type situation. We'll see. I mean, it's Will Hardy is a really good coach, and it's year two now of, you know, post-Mitchell, Gobert, Quinn Snyder, blow up. Um, and, I frankly, I don't think they want to win very many games this year. I think no. they, I think they want to develop assets, and I think they want to have uh, a good draft placement moving forward. So these are, these are the games against teams that don't have clear-cut goals and sets of expectations that you just have to get, frankly. Yep, you do. You do. Let's take a look at our injury report. It's brought to you by Advent Health, official team physicians of the Orlando Magic. And for Orlando, not seeing Jonathan Isaac's name on there is great. So he's back. He'll be ready to go. It's it's going to be the usual. Keybon Harris and Trevlin Queen 
G League two-way assignments, and then five guys for the Jazz, all associated with G League assignments. Josh Christopher, Taylor Hendricks, who UCF fans may remember. Johnny Juzang, who you may remember uh, against uh, Jalen Suggs uh, in the, in the uh, semifinals. Micah Potter and Bryce Sensabaugh, uh, they're all out uh, G League or two-way assignments. So they're not involved there. One last thing on Joe Ingles. It'll be special for him going back. He leads this uh, franchise in threes made. He's also fifth in assists. Jake? Fifth in assists for the Utah Jazz is still 13,000 assists behind John Stockton. How about that? You did, is that amazing when you marvel at the, what that guy did for 19 years? And we got a great podcast coming next week, by the way, with Carlos Arroyo, uh, who's the answer to a trivia question, a couple of trivia questions regarding John Stockton. So we encourage you to listen to that and to the Anthony Johnson podcast that just dropped today. You can find that on, uh, on iHeart and on iTunes. But what a marvelous career in John Stockton. I, the best one, and I don't have it in front of me right now. You put me on the spot, but the the he and Malone missed like two games in a oh. decade or something like that. I mean, I, I know you loved that one. Those those two were absolute Iron Men, and um, the boy John, and they were dirty. John Stockton was a dirty basketball <laughs> they were dirty player. players. Boy, elbows. I mean, Jeff Turner still has scars from Carl Malone's elbows. I mean, he just sure. let those things fly. And when I was twelve, I didn't like them because they were purple and they were uh, a Western <laughs> Conference team. I have a feeling if I was an adult during the Stockton Malone Jerry Sloan days, I would have been a yes. fan. Well, I still am not an adult, so I just don't know how I feel about it. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> right. Should be a good one tonight. The Magic and the Utah Jazz. Have a great call, Jake. Uh, hopefully the Magic can grab it, bounce back in the win column. We got it for you, 8.30 right here on 96.9 The Game, 8.30 on Valley Sports Florida. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 6 o'clock, right here, 96.9 The Game.